Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me, as always, is the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on the hit TV show, Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Seth, I'm excited to be here. We got a great guest today, so uh, very special today. So looking forward to our session. Absolutely. None other than John Lee Dumas, Fire Nation, founder of eofire.com, one of the top rated, top followed podcasters and social media minds in the world. Um, We are super excited to have JLD on today. John Lee, thanks for joining us. Hey, anytime that I can be on a microphone with Seth and Kevin Harrington, I mean, we as a trio are on fire. I love this. Hey, that's fantastic. I love it. Hey, John, I got to ask you, when, when you, you were in the military, right? Yes. And you, God bless you. Um, and so what was, when you got, when you were done with your service, what was it that motivated you to turn into the entrepreneurial world? Well, I can tell you, it wasn't this quick shift, unfortunately. Like, I wish it was because uh, life might have been a little bit easier. Um, But I spent eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army. I graduated college in 2002. So, Kevin, we were actually the first round of officers uh, to be um, inducted into the Army post 9-11. So, we knew we were getting down to business. And sure enough, less than a year later, I'm in Iraq on a 13-month tour of duty, leading 16 men, four tanks, in the Fallujah, Aramadi, Habaniya, like in the teeth of a war, you know, at 22 and a half years old. So, I mean, things got pretty real for me pretty quick, you know, going from the toga parties to Fallujah. And it was a little bit of a mindset shift for me. But, you know, I made it through those 13 months. From togas to turbans. Yeah. <laughs> made it through those 13 months. And then I actually made it through the, the remaining time of my army career, um, which was four years active, four years in the reserves. But when I got out as active duty, I, I didn't make this immediate transition into entrepreneurship. And again, in hindsight, I wish I had, but I just didn't have that mindset at the time. So I tried law school, which I absolutely hated. And after one semester, I dropped out, you know, the biggest $20,000 mistake of my life. Uh, then I tried corporate finance. I worked for John Hancock in Boston. Um, that worked out for about 18 months, but I was dying this slow death in a cubicle. You know, this is the year that uh-huh. Lehman Brothers failed, Bear Stearns failed. So it was like getting pretty hot and heavy in there. So then uh-huh. I tried real estate, commercial, uh, commercial and residential real estate in San Diego. And that was good and bad. And that was four years. And I learned a lot over all of those things. Army, law school, corporate finance, commercial real estate, learned a lot. And finally, at 32 years old, I said, you know what? This traditional path isn't, making, isn't working for me. I'm not making things happen. I'm not successful. I'm not happy. That is when I said, hey, how can I talk to amazing people like Kevin? You know, I watched Kevin on Shark Tank. I've seen him in other areas. And I just said, like, how can I talk to people like Kevin, like Barbara Corcoran, like Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk? Because they're not going to want to talk to me because I'm a nobody at this point. You know, I hadn't done anything um, of value in the business or entrepreneurial world. 
but I started listening to podcasts and I said, wow, there's just regular dudes who are now getting access to talking to the greatest entrepreneurial minds in the world because they have a show. And that gave me the idea back in 2012 to launch the first daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs. And Kevin is yep. a great alumni of Entrepreneur on Fire. He's one of now over 1,800 guests that I've had on. Haven't missed a day. And uh, here we are, over 55 million downloads. We get over 1.3 million listens per month. But guys, listens, downloads, those are one thing. Dollar, dollar bills, those pay the bills. So I will say that we've been able to generate over $12 million now in revenue since we launched. You know, this is myself, my girlfriend, and a couple of virtual assistants. So our net profit is massive on every single transaction that we do. Um, so you can do cool stuff, have a fun time, move to a place like I have in Puerto Rico, have some fun in the Caribbean when Hurricane Irma isn't coming her way. And uh, <laughs> good, life is good. All I need is to, just to convince Kevin to come down and play golf with Hey, I love it. I love it. So I got to ask you, starting out from scratch, it's tough to go get Tony Robbins, Barbara Cork, and whatever. Was there a breakthrough moment when you, you all of a sudden hit something and you're like, okay, now we've made it? Absolutely. Timing's everything. I think people got to recognize that, you know, you have to be willing to swing the bats like when that right pitch comes in. So for me, I put in the time and the energy and the effort and I actually interviewed 40 people. None of them were big names. They were just good, like C, B level entrepreneurs who are doing some really good things that have some books out, you know, that maybe had a product or a service. They were, they were doing good things in the world you know, but they weren't crushing it, you know, on these massive levels that some of the other names that I've thrown out there have. But I put in the time, I interviewed them, I launched my show, and then I started getting some traction just because I was having a show that was put out there every single day, seven days a week. And then, Kevin, the time was right. Seth Godin launched his book, The Icarus Deception. Mm -hmm. And Ferris launched his book, The Seven Hour Body, like right there. You go. And I reached out to them and I said, you know what, guys? I am going to do, yeah, four-hour body. Good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> four hours for that, four-hour body. Um, and and I, I said, you know what? This is the time to go after these people because now I have a show. Um, I, I have a track record of a lot of past guests. They're going to look at my show and be like, you know, this isn't some nobody from nowhere. He's been doing it for a while. So I reached out to Seth, to Tim. That was my breakthrough moment, Kevin, because they said yes because they were in massive, um, you know, mode of getting out there and getting that word out. So they were just saying yes to everything. They said yes to me. And then once you've had a guest like Seth, you know, like Kevin, like Tim Ferriss on your show, like who's going to say no to be a guest from that point forward. And th that's just kind of transpired down the path. What I love, what's so amazing, you're interviewing the expert entrepreneurs, but along the way then you got to be taking some notes and picking up some pretty, I would imagine because you started out as not as an entrepreneur, you started out coming out of the military and had some business experience, but now you're as successful an entrepreneur as, as, as anybody out there. I mean, you're, you're, you've crushed it. You have an amazing business. What, what if you use some of these tips along the way to help build your business also? Yeah. So a lot of people ask me, John, like, who is your mentor? And I say, it's the best part of being, being a daily podcast host is I've been doing this for five years now. I have over 1800 mentors because every time I, get on <laughs> anybody, I love it. One-on-one -on -one conversation, Kevin, that's my mentor for that 25, 30 minutes. However long that conversation is yesterday, 
I did 15 interviews. I batch these babies, I line them up, and then I knock them wow. down. That's just how you get to do it. If I'm going to get out and play golf, you know, multiple times per week, you know, I've got to get my interviews done all at one time. So I got to make things happen for sure. So for me, yeah. I look at every conversation I'm having with a successful entrepreneur as a way that I can learn from them. I can ask them questions. I can be that person that's just like a sponge soaking it all up. And that's happening for me seven days a week. Now you, you uh, brings up an excellent point. You've put out two incredible books, the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal, 1800 plus episodes, mentors, as you said, have you ever thought about, you know, the Tim Fer idea that Tim Ferriss stole from me, which was the giant book titans of highlights of all of my podcast episodes, will there be a JLD version of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something that's going to be in the works. Probably when I hit episode 2000, which, you know, is not that far away. That's less than a year away. Um, I'll probably come out with some like massive compilation, something similar to what Tim did with Tools of Titans, but, you know, in the Entrepreneurs on Fire format, because I just have so many past great guests who have all shared their, you know, their favorite book that changed their lives. Um, one of their favorite resources they use on a daily basis. You know, they all talk about in depth their worst entrepreneurial moments so that we can understand that successful entrepreneurs fail too. In fact, successful entrepreneurs usually fail more than unsuccessful people because, you know, we're the ones that keep learning from these massive mistakes that we're make, making, coming back and driving for more. So I definitely see that on the horizon. It could be a nice little uh, 2000 episode anniversary. <laughs> So, John, I've, I've, I know I've met thousands and tens of thousands of entrepreneurs, but very few have with the military experience. How, do you, how, does, um, how does being in the Army prepare you, and are there similarities to preparing for Fallujah, to starting a business, and, and the background and the things that the military taught you to preparing for? Sort of for battle on the battlefield versus battle in the entrepreneurial world. So what's really fascinating for me, and one thing that I've learned like really quickly uh, when I transitioned from the military into first, you know, law school, then corporate America, and then eventually entrepreneurship, was like, wow, like the level of competence and the level of hard work and the level of ethic. Um, the level of, of ethics that people had in the military, especially in the Brotherhood of, uh, of the Officers. Um, it, it's actually, it was all that I knew, um, but I couldn't, uh, I just couldn't believe how high it was on all of those levels. Like when I would get into work, you know, half an hour early at John Hancock in, in corporate finance, and it was just empty there, people would be straggling in 15, 30 minutes late. Like to me, like I was like, wow, you're in trouble. And then of course they weren't because there's like nobody that was holding them accountable. They were just doing what they were doing. And so like before I knew it, I was wow. rising to the top of, you know, corporate finance to John Hancock, even during this troubling time, even though I had no experience in it. And then the same thing was happening in entrepreneurship. I mean, for from the military, we have this saying that we get more stuff done before 9am than the rest of the world does all day long. And I took that yeah. mentality and I applied it to my business, Entrepreneurs on Fire, because people said, Kevin, John, you can't do a daily podcast. You're not going to have enough time. You're going to be able to find enough guests. You're going to get burnt out. And I knew that those are people that didn't know how to work hard or create systems, automations, have the right. focus. And so that's what I brought from the military. I brought incredible productivity. You know, we had to, to deploy to Iraq um, in six weeks 
what typically should take six months. So I had to learn how to be productive at a very young age. I had to be disciplined because I realized that if I was going to create a plan of action, I had to execute that. Because if I didn't execute on a battlefield in Fallujah, people were going to die. You know, maybe I was going to die. Right. And then right. I love that acronym, follow one course until success. Focus. It's absolutely critical. Oh. You know, again, if you lose on a battlefield, who knows what's going to happen. So I really kind of brought those three major skills from the military into entrepreneurship. And as you can see, it's really stead me well. You've had, Fantastic. I love that. Yeah. You've ahead, built Jeff. so many other services and products on the back of the original EO fire audience that you're always innovating and helping others to follow in your footsteps. What's next for you other than the 2000 episode compilation book? Yeah, well, you know, I'm actually uh, launching my first traditionally published book, uh, potentially later this year. I'm working on the first edit right now. And this is going to be a, a book that, you know, that has kind of been for me five years in the making. Like, I wasn't ready to write a book year one, year three, year four. Like, it just wasn't in me at that point to write a book because I still was learning. I was still in that phase. And, and, and I'm still in that phase of learning. I always will be. But I do now feel like I'm at this point where I have learned the process the steps that it takes to start, to launch, to grow a business. And so that's kind of what I want to bring to the world. So I'm creating this uh, or I'm writing this book. It's called How to Finally Win. Um, create your dream life one step at a time. And the reason why I titled it How to Finally Win is, and I'm sure you've seen this, Kevin, just being you know all over the place like you have and seeing a lot of different entrepreneurs do their thing is, so many people are focused on not losing. They're scared to lose. They don't want to lose. They're terrified of losing. They think losing is the end of the world. And I want to like scream from the rafters, like it's not about how not to lose. Like I lose every single day on some level. I lose massively yep. on you know some kind of situation on a month to month basis. I am losing all the time because it's not about how not to lose. It's how to finally win. Because if you can get one win, even that singular win, you can have 50 losses, but if there's one big win in that and all of those losses, and you know how to leverage and scale that win, then you are going to win. Because man, I did so many things wrong throughout my entire life. Forget even about my entrepreneurship journey. But coming up with the idea to do a daily podcast, interviewing entrepreneurs, that was my one win. And I've turned that single win into everything that you see today. And I just want people to realize it can really be singular, one win. I love it. That's my philosophy completely because I do products that I'll lose a little bit and then we hit the one that does $100 million and it pays for, you know, any more than the five losses, right? So, you know, it's it's knowing, you know, it's I think with the said it best it, you know success is being able to go from failure to failure without the loss of enthusiasm okay so uh, uh, I, that's what I love that quote so um, you know it's uh, it's amazing to, uh, the, to to chat with you here today and um, um, you know I know you know one of the most important questions I have for you what's your handicap today and what's it going to be a year from now <laughs> My handicap's about now, you know, I've been focusing on the business, but now I live right. I live in Puerto Rico. Um, I'm in this gated community, Kevin. That's why you have to come visit because you're going to fall in love. There's two 18-hole championship grade golf courses inside of my gated community. There's two golf courses. 
There's a K through 12 school, 17 restaurants, um, a beach club, a fitness club. It literally has it all. And so I'm getting out on the golf course a couple times a week at a minimum right now. My game is horrible as we're speaking, but your question is, how's it going to be in a year? It's going to be a lot better because, you know, I'm going to apply the same techniques that, that brought me to a success as an entrepreneur and I'm going to bring it to the golf course. I'm going to bring it to that next project that I do and so on and so forth. So uh, I'll be ready for you. Good, man. You and I are, you know, pretty close. So that'll be, it'll be a good, it'll be a good fun match. Three hour flight, baby. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic episode, gentlemen. John Lee Dumas of EOFire.com and Kevin Harrington. Thank you so much for joining us. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.